Like, if you just come out and you're not good at something, it don't really hurt you that bad. I'm not good at math. Hey, I ain't never really been good at math. That don't bother me. But if I was good at math for years, and then all of a sudden two plus two stumped me, that shit would be hard to deal with, bro. We supposed to be the losers, but we winning, no. They used to laugh at us, no, we winning, no. They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. Yo, yo, what's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast, the realest sport podcast in all the land. True. In all the land. True. We're back today to wrap up last weekend's sports in dramatic fashion with no BS, no sugarcoating, and no biases, just this strong arm truth. If this happens to be the first time you guys have ever watched the show on YouTube or listened to it on any of our various podcast spots, I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K Spade the Prospect. And I'm your boy, Paris 57 and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. First of all, I want to start off by saying happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I know it passed, but if you're still enjoying that turkey and macaroni and cheese and lasagna, and even if you, we had a conversation about chitlins, Spade. Remember that conversation? If you're oh, yeah. enjoying your chitlins, bang Eat a like right now on, on this, on this, on, on the, bang a like on this video right now. Listen, man, I want to say happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And we got a great show for you guys today. And Spade, I want to start in the NFL. Uh, First and foremost, Spade, my Thanksgiving wasn't that good, bro. What? Yes. Why not? I mean, the food was, great was food. excellent. Family and friends was great. But them Cowboys, Spade, it's, it's tough to watch. It's very, uh, very tough to watch them Cowboys get chopped up almost 500 yards passing. It's tough. Uh, so let me start off there. But. Oh, with the Cowboys? Yeah, let's go. After that, Spade, after that, I was feeling good, and I'm going I'm to share I'm gonna share that a little later in the show. But, Spade, right, I'm going to start in the NFL. You good with that? Uh, I guess. You seem to do this oh. every week when you know. But uh, go ahead. I wanna, let's, let's, let's take it down to Kansas City, Spade. I want to talk Kansas City Chiefs. They made a, uh, I guess, it, 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 if it was maybe five years ago, Spade, it probably, probably would have been considered a big signing. But they decided to sign free agent Darrell Revis and... Darrell Revis is now a Kansas City Chief. I have to ask you, how do you one, how do you feel about uh, Casey making that move? And do you think Revis can help that secondary? Uh, I mean, because they kind of been struggling as of late. We, I know how you feel about Peters, but they kind of been struggling. Can Re- Revis make a difference in that secondary? Well, I'm hearing rumors that they're going to play Revis at safety. And, you know, you and I already talked about this before, you know, yep. la- before he was out the league, basically, before he was a yep. free agent. We felt like he had the IQ to play that position. My only question mark was whether or not he had the physicality to make the tackles. And apparently the Chiefs feel like he do. Uh, They want to bring him in. Like you said, things haven't been going great over there. I'm looking right Mm -hmm. here, man. They are 28th in the league uh, and, you know, against the pass. So that team has changed. Once upon a time, man, the Chiefs was known to have a devastating pass rush and a ball hawking secondary. You move mm-hmm. some pieces that they had up front. Big Dontari Poe is gone. They've had some injuries yeah. in that la- then linebacker core. And we also know they lost uh, who we both felt like is one of the, if not the yeah. best safety in the game in Eric Berry. So yeah. I-, I like that this late in the year, the team is still trying to make moves. I mean, you're getting a better than average or a better than expected performance out of that offense. You probably got the offensive rookie of the year in that backfield. Alex Smith started playing a whole lot better once he was having to look over his shoulder at the competition that was ready to take his spot. I think it's a good idea. Now, whether or not he's going to come in and make this huge impact 
and, and turn back to Revis Island and all that. I, I don't know if he's going to do that. And I don't even know if they really expect him to. They just want to spark. You know, maybe somebody with a little bit of IQ that can even help that young secondary and talk to those guys and get them in the right frame of mind and in the right spot on the field. I think it's a good idea, bro. I can't hate on it. See, and that's why I was going to go with his fit. I was going to say, I think they really signed Revis just for some veteran leadership. Anything anything you get from Revis, I think, is a plus. I mean, it can't get any worse. You just said they 20-something in against the pass. It can't mm-hmm. get any worse. So uh, if you're able to get Revis in there, just sometimes, even if Revis is only giving you, what, 20 plays, 30 plays, Spade, having him in the film room, breaking it down, helping Marcus Peters learn, learn how to study film better. I mean, we both we both know that Revis definitely was one of the top echelon corners in the league. But just oh, having yeah, him in that is. field room, being able to pick his brain and things of that sort, I, I'm not mad at the signing. I actually wished, I actually wished that the Cowboys would have signed Revis before the season. Now, I know, I know uh, I had liked... I liked our, our young uh, corners and um, DBs that we signed, but I just felt like you need a veteran, a veteran voice, of some veteran leadership back there. We young as hell, and you see we out there getting chopped up because we don't have any veteran leadership back there. And I think that's what Revis can bring to the uh, Kansas City Chief. Like I said, it can't get any worse than what it what it already is. So I, I, I definitely think he can help the Chiefs now. You know, I don't know if that's going to lead to the Chiefs winning that division. Because I'm going to tell you what. The Chargers might have the best pass rush in the league. And they are. Phillip Rivers seem to be clicking with Keenan Allen. Not knock on wood. Keenan Allen stays healthy. Keenan Allen mm-hmm. has been playing bananas over the past two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it looked like the Chargers are climbing. It, the Raiders aren't what we thought they were. I mean, we thought the Raiders was going to make a We thought a they was on This deck. year, I had... Uh, Carr as one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. The Raiders have looked terrible. Marshawn Lynch hasn't made the impact on the field that I thought he would have made with the Raiders. So, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are going out. They're trying to go get it right now. And I think this is a better time than any. You got the Chargers surging up. You got the Raiders kind of falling off. So, this is the time for the Chiefs to make that jump. It sucks that Eric Berry is hurt because he would definitely help with their issues. But it, it cannot, it cannot hurt. Having a guy like Revis. It cannot hurt having a guy like Revis back there. I agree. I agree. I like it, man. I like the move. I, I wish more teams did this. Like, so many teams go, oh, man, you know, we got bit by the injury bug. Things aren't going right. We get them next year. I like seeing a team say, hold up. Let's see if we still can make some moves to make it happen this year. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move forward, man. Let's talk about another team that is in a position to make a move to help themselves out this year. Nobody really knows if they're going to do it, and if so, when they're going to do it. You cool with that? Let's get it. Let's go to the Bay. And I know we just kind of talked about the Bay a little bit when we spoke on Oakland, but I'm talking about San Francisco, who just got their first win of the season. Congratulations are in order for these guys right here. They ran up on the Giants, who mm-hmm. before the season I thought ran their division. And maybe they did if they could stay healthy, but the injury bug definitely ran through that wide receiver core. And that team is down. San Francisco currently 1-9, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 1-9 currently. We all know they made headlines recently when they made a move, sent some assets over, as well as uh, a pick, if I'm not mistaken, for um, New England Patriots backup quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Jimmy G got the league buzzing, man. We've seen it before. A backup quarterback gets in in limited time, probably runs a little bit different offensive sets that defenses hasn't scouted in some cases. Defenses don't even know what plays these quarterbacks are going to run. They come out here in a limited amount of time. They look really good, and their stock and their value goes through the roof. 
Then you see another team fall all over themselves for them, put them in a spot where they make them the start, and a lot of times they don't, they don't really be what everybody thought they was going to be. And I say mm -hmm. everybody loosely because I never believe in them. But the 49ers, even though they did get their win against the Giants, putting up 31 points, everybody wants to know, hey, we moved all this stuff for Jimmy G. Is he going to play? And LaParis, I'm going to ask you, should he play this year? Woo. Uh, I, I want to say you got to put him out there, man. I mean, you, you I want to say you got to put him out there. You gave up these assets. You gave up picks. Be hard, whatever Bethard, whatever Bethard, I think his name, whatever, I'm whatever his that name man is. Be hard. That's his name <laughs> to me. Whatever his name is. I mean, they came out and said that he's playing again this week. I don't know if they're, you know, if they have a plan where he played like the last three games of the season just to see what he got. I don't know, but if it was me, I bust that trade. I'm putting Jimmy G out there and I'm gonna see what he got. Like I said, I still don't feel like. The, I, I mean, I felt this way about. Uh, San Francisco last year when everybody was hard on Kaepernick, I don't even feel like they have, you know, at, you know, great weapons for them to be, and maybe they feel like that. That's why that's why they not putting Jimmy G out there. But I don't feel mm -hmm. like they have good weapons out there enough for a quarterback to succeed with that team. Now, you 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 bust this trade for Jimmy G. Now it was reports before the season start and during the season before they made this trade that the 49ers was going to go get Kirk Cousins who has been lighting it up. He's been throwing for a ton of yards and he's been playing well for the uh, for the Washington franchise. But I, I don't know if if it was me, let me say this. If it was me, I'll put Jimmy G. I'll put Jimmy Garoppolo out there, but I understand if the if their reasoning is we don't have pretty good we don't have good enough weapons around them. We have some injuries. Pierre Garçon is on IR. Carlos Hyde is in and out of the lineup. If they, if that's the reasoning, I understand the reasoning. But if you're gonna let B Hard go out there and get beat up, why not let Jimmy G go out there and and, and try and get a couple of more dubs under your belt? In my opinion, yeah, it, I never thought we would be sitting this opposite, but I completely disagree. What this team is one just, and nine? I just spit water all up over myself. What you say? I just, <laughs> I disagree, bro. Look, they one and nine. The Rams are. Uh, I want to say they are runaway for the division. They're actually not. They seven and three. They got Seattle sitting on their back pocket, six and four. Even if they was to run off these last six games, even if they won out, they still ain't winning the division. Okay. So it's kind of like, what's the point? At this point, you might as well get something in the draft. You know what I'm saying? You might as well get another piece in the draft. Now, my memory's terrible. I don't. I actually don't remember if they traded. A pick for this year or next year? I really don't know. But if they traded a pick for this year, I guess I get it. You don't really get nothing in the draft anyway. Might as well see what he got. But, bro, at this point right here, y'all 1-9. You 1-9. You might I'm as well let bro. that man learn the playbook. Let him start, you know, getting familiar with the playbook. Maybe take more snaps during practice. And I'll turn him loose in, in summer camp, spring training next year. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I would do. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even risk it. Why? Yeah, they traded them for a second round. A second round draft picks, babe. Okay, so they got a first rounder this year, and that thing gonna be lotto. That thing gonna be top three. They got a top three pick. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm letting Jimmy G get as comfortable and familiar, you know, with the playbook and the offense as possible. Like this year is a wash. It's a wash. So you good? So you good with getting the getting the fans all? Yep. All hyped up about this trade, and then just yep. letting them sit on the bench for the rest of the year, and letting the fans pay to come to the game and just see L after L after L after L. After L. 
Bro, didn't the 76ers do this same shit for three, four, five seasons? <laughs> I just won't. I, look, if I'm if I'm the owner, uh, uh, GM, or whoever of the Niners, I just want my fan. Look, y'all done sat through 10 games of mediocrity. Six more. Okay. Just give me six more. Let us see what we can do in the draft. We're going to come back with Jimmy G up under the center unless my boy beat her. I don't care if his name Bethard. I don't care what it is. He, he going to forever be beat hard to me because that's a gangster name. If Beat Hart showed me something in these last six games, the only thing he could do at this point is is raise his stock because for everything you've given up for Jimmy G, he got to be your starter. He got to be. So you either can have a season backup to Jimmy G with Beat Hart or you can use him because people always be on some backup quarterbacks, bro. They I don't do. know what it is unless it, unless his name Colin Kaepernick, you know what I'm saying, or Vince Young. Is, as long as his name ain't one of those two, people big on him. I'm going to let Beat Hart play it out. He's going to get better. He's going to get more experience. At the same time, I got my boy Jimmy G in the lab over here studying. We're going to hit this draft and see what we can take. We're going to take a, a playmaker, somebody who you can put on the field that can get you a home run play. I don't know who that is yet because we thought it was Saquon Barkley, even though they don't need a running back. You know, people always say take best available. I don't, I don't really know yet. I'm jumping ahead, but I'm taking that playmaker and I'm telling my fans to just sit tight. 2018 going to be our year. I'm mm-hmm. saying I think they should put him out there, let him get the fans excited for the upcoming year, and, and get get the fans rejuvenated, Spade. Because right now it's tough being a 49er fan, man. And I know I know they anxious to see Jimmy, as they say, Jimmy G out there playing quarterback, man. I don't know if I don't know if Beat Hart is getting that same that same love that Jimmy Garoppolo would get playing playing quarterback, Spade. I feel you, but you know what's dangerous about your plan. If you throw Jimmy G out there now, why he don't mm-hmm. have a, a great knowledge of the offense and he don't look good early, oh, man, you talking about some pissed off fans. Now you got this quarterback you done gave away all the assets for and he looked like shit. So now, now they mad about that. They mad about the assets that's been given away. Maybe Jimmy G ain't quite ready, but you so ready to get a fan something that you give him a not quite prepared Jimmy G and it, it just blows up in your face. I play Call of Duty, bro. If you I mean, cook the season your grenade too long, up. it blow up and it kill you. I, that's happened to me in Call of Duty numerous times. You got, <laughs> got to, you got to, you got to wait. So I want to know. What the, I want to know. What the, I want to know what the supporters think. I want to know what the fans think. If you guys were the 49ers, would you put Jimmy Garoppolo out there now? See what he got, or would you? I mean, Spade. I mean, you can put Jimmy G out there now. You got a top three pick. You can put Jimmy G out there now. And you'd be like, you know what? He's not a fit. You can, you can decide. He's not a fit, and you can draft the quarterback. You can do that. If you do your plan, if you do your plan, and, and Jimmy G still don't, still don't be it next year, then you still got to wait and see, like, you know what? That's true. We still got to get another quarterback. So I'm interested they gave to know up how the so fans feel about it. If you 49er fans, holler at me. Let me know. Let us know what you think. Should they Both put Garoppolo out there now, or should they wait till next season? Both it seems y'all. like they're gonna wait till next up. season, but I would throw him out there now and see what he has. Hey, let's let's move on. Let's taking it to the NBA. NBA. Guys, NBA. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go Lord. ahead. Listen, listen, listen. I'm hyped. Thank God. Thank God. We ain't talking no James Harden. Thank God. Well, Spade. Might be. I ain't no Spade, you better not have put him as your strong I'm just saying we might Again. be. Relax, relax. <laughs> okay, okay. But we're taking it to the NBA Spade. And if you, me and you both, we talked about the Cavs and they they terrible starting. We was like, man, relax. We're in with the A, we're in with the AA Ron. Relax. Everybody relax. If the Cavs done 
climbed up from like 14th in the Eastern Conference to third now. But it's also like some rumors. It's, it's also some rumors that swirling spade. So if you guys didn't know, the Cavs, the Cavs are considering trading Tristan Thompson to the Clippers for DeAndre Jordan, and they could add the Nets' number one pick or or their number one pick to try and sweeten the deal for the Clippers. Now, I don't know why the Clippers, why in the hell would the Clippers want Tristan Thompson? But Spade, I want to know what's your thoughts on this trade if it, it if it goes down and should this be the guy that the Cavs are trying to trade for? Talk to your boy. Bro, unless the Clippers organization is smoking that good, good. <laughs> this ain't even worth talking about because nowhere, not on no video game or uh, anywhere is this trade even happening. If you the Clippers, mm-hmm. who first of all, you just lost your franchise player. You didn't want to get rid of that Chris big Paul. contract, babe. Mm-hmm. You just lost your franchise player in Chris Paul. It Word. was set up nice, though. You moved it over and you placed the crown right on Blake Griffin here. Word. Blake Griffin stepped right into the spot. And, and, and stood there like Superman with his chest out. And everything was looking mm-hmm. good for the Clippers. Then you lost Pat Bev. Golly, that hurt. And you still fighting. You ain't ready to give up on the year yet. You still fighting. Why on God's green earth would you trade DeAndre Jordan, who regardless of his free throw shooting issues and the fact that he don't really create an offense for himself, this man might be one of the best pick and roll bigs in the league. He's definitely a great defender. It just don't make no sense. Like, it ain't... I don't care what that draft pick bringing with it. I, I don't know. The only reason why the Clippers might do it is if they closing the curtains on this season. Maybe they looking into Spade, the draft. That, that like, next pick is like... That next pick can be a high pick, bro. That can be a lottery yeah. pick. Yeah. Y'all know. It's probably going to be one. But I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I guess to fathom that this, this trade goes through, the question for me needs to be answered. And that's... That's whether or not I feel like DeAndre helps the Cavs, and I guess. I mean, he's a better rebounder, I think, than Tristan. We, once upon a time, we thought Tristan was this amazing rebounder. I don't really see that no more. I don't really see that no more. And He's undersized. Neither one of these guys really can create their own offense. I, I guess if, you, if you're going to give me a big that really can't create his own offense, give me the taller, more athletic guy, and that's DeAndre Joy. I, I, don't, I don't know. I still, I, if I'm the to, Clippers, I just can't understand why they would want Tristan. I was just about to and say. And his big-ass contract. He got a big contract too, bro. Brian exactly. got him paid. Now, and this, this is makes what I'm, sense. This is where I'm going. If I'm the Cavs, I do it. Because for the big contracts, Tristan Thompson, big contract, DeAndre Jordan, big contract. For those contracts, you'd rather have DeAndre Jordan. A, a walking double double. He can get you ten, at least ten points, and you know he's gonna grab hella boards, and he's gonna block shots. Solid defender. Tristan Thompson is not, especially after signing that contract. I thought Tristan Thompson would have been way better. Plus, he got the he got the Kardashian curse. I don't know. I don't know what happened. He's he's injured this season. He hasn't been playing the same. He's been in and out of the starting lineup. Tristan Thompson looked like a shell of himself. So I don't understand why. The only thing that I think, that, the only reason, excuse me, I think the Clippers would take this is because of that first round pick. It's, it's, that's the only reason because why would you take away a walking double-double in DeAndre Jordan, a guy that blocks shots for Tristan Thompson, who's, I mean, even, I mean, his, be, his, his best numbers, he probably didn't average a double-double with, like, points. He probably got, he I spade. 
I just think you get more from DeAndre Jordan. Tristan Thompson is is not the same player he was a couple of years ago. I, I don't know. I don't know what's what's the reasoning behind it, but he is not the same player. Only only reason the Clippers do that is for that first round pick, that next pick. Oh, and if I'm the Cavs, I bust that trade right now because Tristan Thompson is definitely not helping you where, he, where he's at on the bench. Even when he was spayed. We talked about it earlier on, on, one of, on one of our earlier shows. Tristan Thompson wasn't even starting lineup. He they were starting Kevin Love at center. So you yeah. might as well move Tristan Thompson. You can you can put DeAndre Jordan at center right now. You Cleveland has been struggling with grabbing rebound. They lost a couple of games this year because of rebounding. DeAndre Jordan comes right in and solves that problem. I, I just don't know yeah. what the Clippers is on. What the maybe Tristan Thompson want to go to LA to get be close to the to the Kardashian. I don't know. I don't know that what the hell the Clippers is thinking. I would keep DeAndre Jordan. I don't want Tristan Thompson. And I don't know what happened to TT. He was a solid. He was a he was a great rebounder, especially offensive rebound. He got them second and third looks, and he has just not been the same player. Not just this year. I know somebody might be like, well, this year he's been hurt. Yeah, but even last year, at the end of last year, people was looking at Tristan Thompson like, where is Tristan Thompson? Where even in the he? playoffs. Even in the playoffs when he was uh, in the playoffs with uh, when they played against Boston, people were like, where is Tristan Thompson? Where is Tristan Thompson? So if I'm the Cavs, I do it. If I'm the Clippers, the only reason I think they do it is because of that first-round pick. That's the Nets. That's the only, only reason. Got to be. I, I just I, I can't see it. So you don't think it's gonna shock happen? the hell out of me? Nah, it was shocked the hell out of me. I mean, it was it was also rumors out there that they want to tra- try and trade for Boogie Cousins. They want Boogie Cousins. I don't know if they can make that shake. It was reports everybody love Boogie. for Boogie, love for Boogie in that first round pick. I don't know if I'm the Pelicans. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I can't help him. I don't know about either one of those. You don't like Boogie don't know, to the bro. Cavs? I like Boogie to the Cavs, but if I'm the Pels, I'm not taking love. I, I don't love know. In the, love in that next first round pick, you wouldn't do that? Well, the only way I would, if I'm the Pels, you sit down and you talk. You sit down and you talk with Boogie and you ask him to be straight up. And I know, I, I don't know if you're really supposed to do this or not, but I would sit down with him and say, let's keep it a stack. Are you resigning here? Because that's the big thing right there. If Boogie gives me any inclination that he ain't re-signing yeah man give me give me love and give me that first round pick i don't know how Bron and boogie works i i don't know man i don't know i don't know kind of like a stretch now yo yeah but he still can he can do so much more than than love and you know man i defend love but he can put it on the floor he can still bang in the post he's a big enough body that he can make it shake down in the paint he don't mind throwing some bowls with you he brings up his odds. I, I don't know. I don't know. And he's younger than love. So I mean. I mean, like I said, it's that first that that first round pick is so enticing to these teams, babe. Because it's look I mean, D Lo, D Lo is out oh, for yeah. the Nets. He's out for the Nets. It looks like the Nets will be another a, a, a bad team again this year. And it's gonna be bad even if he played. Yeah, <laughs> they they was. They were. But I mean, you know, you assuming that pick is definitely Lotto. So you, if you the pals and you think Boogie ain't resigning, I think you gotta, you gotta bust, you gotta bust that move. Same thing I feel about the Clippers. I think that's the only thing that's enticing these teams because they like, man, that could be a top five pick right there. Definitely Lotto that can. You add, you add. So, let's just say you add Blake, 
Blake Griffin, Tristan Thompson. You got Lou Williams and all these other guys. Gallinari, who just seemed to always be hurt. But if you say can, he hurt. If you can get a top five pick there with, with those guys, same thing with the Pels. You got AD, you trade Boogie, you get Love, you get a top five pick. Who knows what that could be? You got Drew Holiday. I don't know, Spade. I think the only thing that's enticing these teams is definitely that first round pick. Definitely. Hmm. No, I guess. You don't like that. I, I mean, I understand it. I just it's it's so risky, man. And I definitely, I mean, if I'm doing it, we could talk concerning love. We can't even talk if if it's Tristan Thompson. I don't even want to talk. But bro, you well, gonna yeah, like this gonna next be, segment? Tristan Thompson is the trade to the Clippers. Love would have been the trade to the Pels. Yeah, I'm just saying. Even if I'm the Clippers, I don't even want to talk if we talking Tristan. Like I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> This yeah, next man. segment, I really think you're Go gonna ahead. love, bro. We're gonna talk about one of your favorites. Uh, one, once upon a time, once upon a time, one of your favorites. Oh, okay, not so okay, much anymore. Okay, okay. I want to talk about Cavaliers guard Derrick Rose. Now, let's be honest, y'all. Derrick Rose, regardless of how you feel about him, Derrick Rose is a good player. He's an explosive what? player. He is a good player, LaParis. He's an explosive what? player. And when you see players with that type of explosiveness, a lot of times their body just don't hold up. Now, mm-hmm. I still defend Derrick Rose last year. He played for a bad New York Knicks team that was still having a triangle offense forced on them. And I don't think we saw either one of the players on that team play at their capacity because they was just being led astray. And even in that offense, 18 points a game for Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose still got something in the tank. I've seen it. We've all seen it. He still got something left in the tank. The question mark has always been his durability. Well, we get reports that Derrick Rose is currently away from the team. He's not even with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he is pondering over his career. He is actually thinking about retirement. Now, the story says that he's he's so upset that he keeps being injured. It's starting to take a toll on him mentally, and he's pondering over his career. Now, I know how I feel about it before I go to Paris. First of all, have you heard this? I think you have, and two, what you think mm-hmm. about it, man? I just want to. What's your take? I just want to say, you're right, Spade. Derrick Rose had a solid season. He's definitely not the same player he was with the Chicago Bulls. And if my Bulls are in this predicament right now, because if they would have listened to me, oh lord, we would have traded Derrick Rose two years. How did I know prior we was going to, here? Yeah, we would have traded D Rose two years prior, and we wouldn't be in this predicament right now. We traded Derrick Rose y'all later. In? What predicament are y'all in? Spade, we are trash. Y'all we just traded trash. Jimmy Butler. Y'all gave away your best player. Spade, I, I, I am on. I am on the record saying I don't think we got enough for Jimmy Butler. Oh, and that's the what I'm saying. saying. But so if we were to do Devin with, Rose with two Rose? years prior, when I was calling and everybody was telling me I was crazy, everybody was like, "You don't know what you're talking about." Everybody was telling me I was crazy when I was calling trade to Derrick Rose two years prior. We wouldn't be in this predicament, but that's neither here nor there. We're talking about Derrick Rose. Yeah. Derrick Rose, thinking about his career, he was kind of doing this in Chicago when he was like, you know, I got to worry about my future. I want to be mm-hmm. able to walk with my kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think, you know, Uh-oh. when you're going through these when you're going through these type of injuries, that junk takes a toll on, it would take a toll on anybody to keep getting hurt. A guy like a, a Greg Owen always never really, never really uh panned out, never really had a, a season under his belt to even see what Greg Owen had in the tank, but Derrick Rose was a league MVP, so you know oh, yeah. this is even worse for him. And it, oh, yeah. it sucks. I think Derrick Rose is still a solid player in this league. Definitely not like he was before, but definitely a good enough player to still be in this league. And for him to be thinking this, 
I mean, baby, we always talk about if you got if you talking retirement, one foot in the door, one foot out the door, one then you out. already yes, gone. Sir. You yes, already sir. gone. So if that's how Derrick Rose is feeling, he needs to take some time away from the team because just just going out there playing ain't going to do anything but hurt the team because you ain't really locked in how you should be. And if mm-hmm. you know, he needs to really think of and consider this. And if the answer is, you know what, I'm done, then he needs to be done with it. He needs to be done with it. Spade, I had this conversation. Me and you, I don't know if it was on this show or if it was just between me and you talking on the phone, but I told you, I feel that Derrick Rose don't want to play back. Remember I told you that? That's what I've been waiting for you to say. I threw you the alley-oop, and I was afraid you was going to let my pass go out of bounds. You have been saying this this conversation. Yeah. You've been saying it for years. I, I questioned, do Derrick Rose... Really, I had questioned that for years. Like, do he really want to play basketball? And, you know, it's one thing It's one thing to not want to play basketball, but it's another thing to be like, you know what? I can just get this easy money just being on a team, you know, making making five, two, five, two million dollars, five million dollars just to play basketball. I don't really want to do this anyway, but it's easy money and teams are going to sign me. So this is why I'm here. And if that's, if, if that's his answer, then you might as well just cut bait right now. Not the Cavs, I'm saying Derrick Rose. If you only plan for the money and you don't really want to be out there, then you need to just let it go, bro. Just let it go because you ain't doing nothing but hurting the team and yourself. Because people is looking at Rose like, Rose, we know you're not what you used to be. But even with the Knicks, I think he averaged 18, right, Spade? Yep. Come on, man. Like, if you was averaging 18 right now with the Cavs, people would be like, you know what? The Cavs would be in good shape. But I, I question for years, like, do Derrick Rose really want to play basketball? And when I said that, people was like, Wow, like really, I, like I don't think it's that. But I've been questioning that with Derrick Rose for years, for years, and, and and it just it sucks, it sucks. But he really needs to think about this seriously and not just think about you know what I can't give up that two million dollars or my next contract I might get a five million dollar joint. You, Rose, you done made money. If you don't want to play no ball, you gotta let it go, man. You gotta let it go. Yeah, and, and that's what I was waiting on you to say because I'm going to do something I've never done. Now, anytime in the past when the Paris would say, I think that Rose don't want to play basketball anymore. I don't think the passion's there anymore. I think he's kind of got made up in his mind. I can get a little bit more. Let me let me stack up a little bit. Let me put some money back, and then I'm going to walk away. You have always questioned this kid's, and I'm saying kid loosely. I don't want nobody to think I'm disrespecting the guy. But you've always questioned this man's, desire to play not always but over the last couple of seasons i've always defended him but now i'm thinking he really don't and and i'm gonna tell you why bro this gotta hurt this gotta hurt now let me say this and i'm gonna try to make it relevant i know um let's take offenses for me once upon a time in madden i I felt like i was that guy in madden Mm -hmm. i I was never the best player but i felt like i could hold my own one day I picked the controller up and I remember actually venting the use just back when I was heavy and mutt and I lost like mm-hmm. eight games in a row and I was like, I ain't got it no more. Like I'm not good. It wouldn't even I didn't even care that I wasn't good. I was more concerned that I wasn't who I thought I was. Like if you just come out and you're not good at something, it don't really hurt you that bad. I'm not good at math. Hey, I ain't never really been good at math. That don't bother me. But if I was good at math for years and then all of a sudden two plus two stumped me. That shit would be hard to deal with, bro. I would be, yeah. I would be, you know, and like you said, this guy was the MVP at one point. This was one of the most explosive point guards we'd yeah. ever seen. And mm-hmm. I know in his mind, he's telling himself, that's still me. 
And every time he step out there, it's setback after setback, hurdle after hurdle. And you start to get to a point where you want to say, I would rather quit than to be somebody, than to be less than I think I am. You know what I'm saying? And I think he don't want to play no more, man. Because I'm looking at his numbers this year, still not terrible. Uh, what I say, 18 a game in New York is 14 a game, which I expected his numbers to go down because this team already has some pieces you know, mm-hmm. in LeBron and Kevin Love, and even though we haven't seen... So he's averaging 14 right now, Spade? 14 so far on this season. 14 points bad. a game. You said it's bad? No, I said that's not bad. Like, oh, it's not, not bad, bad at all. It's not bad at all. 47% from the field. Now, he's only shooting 23% from beyond the arc, but he's never been a really good three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. So his numbers aren't bad at all. But it's one comment that makes me think that this is bad to Derek. Not to you or to me, but to yeah. Derek. At the end of last year, we laughed on this very show and said Derrick Rose said he wanted a max. That was funny to us. We knew nobody in their right mind would give him a max. Mm-hmm. After he settled for the contract that he got, it was a statement of him saying, okay, I got to prove to people that I'm worthy of that max, and I'm going to prove it to people. And I think he mm-hmm. came into this year with this mindset was, I'm going to show everybody I'm MVP Rose. And what do you know? Nagging injury here, nagging injury there. I remember the injury where he got hit in the face. He was really upset. He got hurt, and he was really upset that it wasn't like a flagrant. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm the only person in the league that can take that, and it's not a fl-. Like, at that point, that's not him being upset that he got hit in the face. Like, he clearly wasn't hurt. He was upset about the injury. And you can just see that it's tearing him apart. He is pissed off with being hurt. And I, mm-hmm. I look, man, I'm tough on athletes because I'm like, at the end of the day, we just talked about it. I don't remember who we talk, who we were talking about, but I just said there will be casualties. Oh, you was talking about Andrew Luck. There will mm-hmm. be casualties. I can't feel sorry for somebody who takes a risky job, make millions of dollars in the process, and don't get a chance to make millions of dollars for as long as they wanted to because the dangerous sport shortened their career. That's why you get paid so much. I was told the reason why the person that cleaned the glass on the side of the skyscrapers, the reason why he make more than the drive through person at McDonald's is because his job is more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, we already know that coming into it. But I kind of feel sorry for Derek, bro, because I think he's still good. Is he still MVP Rose? Of course not. I mm-hmm. think he's still good. If he could just stop twisting ankles and and having knee knocks and, and strain this and sprain that and twisted this and broken that, I think he's still a 2010 guy, a 28. I'll just say 19 points a game, eight dimes. I think he could do that in... For any team in the league, starting at the one. And that's nothing to hold your head down about. But when you was MVP Rose, this shit hurt, bro. And I feel sorry for him. I I really feel sorry for him. So you don't question, you don't question his desire to play spade. You don't think he's just out there just doing it for the bread? Well, you know he can. I don't think it's that though. I don't want to say it's the bread. Mm -hmm. I think it's trying to chase that that memory. You know what I'm saying? I'm MVP Rose. I wake up bro, every day, so, I'm MVP Spade, Rose. You, you, you just spoke on you and Madden. You got to be honest with yourself. Let me be yeah, honest. Yeah, but that was tough. I, was I not honest with myself when I threw 2K in the trash? <laughs> yeah, was you I were. Not honest? But, you got to yeah, be but honest with yourself. It wasn't you tough for you, though. But it's nothing wrong with be 18 points. Is I mean, we just seen Wade said, man, I averaged 18 points. If I, if I was younger, I'd get the max. Wade yeah. just, say, well, just said that. Yeah, way average but, ten. He need to pipe down. I mean, I mean, he said that last year when he was with the Bulls. He said oh yeah, that last year. Yeah, but I, I mean, 
I always question Dag Rose. Design. I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, even with him doing this, having to take time away from the team, this just seemed like typical Rose last year. He disappeared from the Knicks it's game. Kind of hard on my boy Derek, bro, and, and, and I got a problem with it. I don't know why you're so upset with Derek, bro. But you harder on this with guy. The Knicks game. He had a game. He it was. He game said day. it was Derrick a family Rose. thing. We, to this day, we still don't know what it was. But he we said still it was. Don't know what, so we don't we know. We still don't know what it really the truth was. Lying. Why you so hard on Derrick, bro? What, what, what's your issue with that? I'm not hard on Derrick. I'm not you hard are. on Derrick Rose, man. I just keep I keep it a hundred, man. I keep it a hundred. And when when a dude is in his dude been in the league for four years and he talking about some, I gotta be able to walk with my kids. Like to me, you you ain't there. You not there. You're not there. Like you already to me, in my opinion, you're you already you in the league four or five years, you already talking about I gotta be able to walk with my kids. To me, you're checked out already. You're checked out. So you're a couple gone. shows ago, we played slow music for Andrew Luck. But today yeah. we giving tough love to Derek. No, it's I don't like that. I, Spade, my, my question is if Andrew Spade, Andrew Luck ain't never, ain't never said, yo, I don't want to play. Andrew Luck was still trying to play this year. Yeah, this but, dude done had a bro. It's it's different, bro. Andrew Luck ain't never come out and be like, I gotta be able to not die for my wife. He ain't say no crap. Like Andrew Luck wanna play right now for this year. That's the comment ain't that never made said you that. dislike Derrick Rose. That comment. I know it is because you me, keep going to back me to me saying it. that. To me saying that, you're already checked out, bro. In my opinion. If Andrew, you would have an argument spade if Andrew Luck was like, you know what? I had a, a, a lacerated spleen and my kidney or my my lungs, a collapsed lung. And he was like, man, I gotta be able, I gotta be able to breathe. I wanna live, or I wanna be able to, I got a ACL 10, I wanna be able to walk around with my kid, then you would have an argument. But Andrew Luck, if they told Andrew Luck right now, we taking you off IR, you playing tomorrow, Andrew Luck would suit up. He would suit up. But is up. that good though? That's I'm not, not saying it's good. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that. That dude will lay it all on the line, hurt, bleeding, whatever. Derrick Rose so seemed like the he seemed like the opposite to me. Like you know what? I just want to get this bread. I want to get this bread. Team's going to keep giving me two million dollars. I'm gonna keep coming back. If if so, you tougher on you Derrick Rose because you don't view him as a tough guy. Let me let me let me let me ask let me let me ask you this, babe. You said it's tough for Derrick Rose to, you know, deal with averaging. 18, 14 points a game when he was the MVP and all that. At mm-hmm. once upon a time, Vince Carter was Air Canada. He was the he was half man, half amazing. Vince Carter yeah. is like riding the bench right now for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Like, why doesn't Vince Carter have an issue with that? But, bro, everybody not the same. Everybody, and, and look, Vince was great. And I can name numerous cash. But At least bro. David Rose still playing. Vince Carter don't even touch the court. That it's different. It's different. Okay. It's different. Okay. We've also seen, and, and for your example of Vince Carter, I can show you another Vince. I can show you Vince Young, who almost lost his damn mind because he went from being Superman in the Rose Bowl to to uh, seven and nine shit. Didn't even want him to play for the Titans, and he was. I mean, to I feel like himself. I feel like I feel like Vince Young was blackballed in my opinion, but that's another conversation for another day. In my opinion, me too. But my point is, like, my point is, BY wasn't okay just sitting down though. He wasn't okay with it. Like everybody handled that differently. Mm. I, I don't. I don't feel like I'm tough on Rose, but when Rose said that, I, you know, I had a problem with when Rose said that from the jump. 
we came yeah, right but on I ain't the show. Know, I ain't I know like, gonna stick Rose with you this said, long. You gotta be able to walk with his kids, and I'm like, bro, you like 24 years old. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I had a problem with that from the jump, and now it's just, it just seemed like it's it seemed like his issue after issue after issue with Derrick Rose with the Knicks disappearing. Now this, he gotta take time away from the Cavs. The Cavs been struggling all damn year. He been struggling all damn year. And Derrick Rose talking about I gotta take time away from the Cavs to reevaluate my career. Like my, come on, man, what are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? Why didn't you feel like that before the season? Because he was getting that little two million dollars and was he, get, he wasn't hurt three times in a row. He been hurt like two or three times this season already. I tell you what, I tell you what, we not gonna he do. Been getting You're not gonna bash since Derrick. Chicago. If anything, I, no, you I, know, you know, drawing a line in the hurt. sand right here. We get it. You don't like Derrick Rose. You still mad over a comment he made like five, six years Big, ago when anything, he was talking about grandkids. You think he, he don't even know? Oh shit! It's it's, it's going to be a good chance I get hurt. He been hurt. No, every he hit. No, because he bro, been hurt. Can't go year. into it thinking it's a chance I'm gonna get hurt. Man, you gotta tell that, yourself, nah, you can't. He telling himself, this is my year. I'm gonna be back. I'm going to shut up the naysayers. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to show them that I'm worth that max. It's a I couple still of things. Got it's a couple things we know in sports. With with, with 10 seconds left, M, <laughs> with, with 10 seconds left, the ball going to MJ. The Patriots going to be in the Super Bowl. Drew Brees going to throw for 4,000 yards. We already know this stuff. And Devin Rose going to get hurt. I don't we like know that. I don't like that. Now, let's go ahead and move on. Because you turning this into a kick Derek when he down session. And that's not what we do on this show. This man is away from the team. Pondering his future, you're not finna beat him up over a comedy made what he six left years the ago. For last year. That's what he left. No, the he had a family year. emergency. So he what say. else we got? What else we got? Moving on. Want to take it to college football? And if Just you guys didn't know, just kick Derrick Rose ass out across the street. <laughs> nah, we ain't finna do that. Go ahead, See, bro. I, th- I think I think Derrick Rose still averaging 14 points. I think Derrick Rose still averaging 14 points is 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 good. Like he, you know. You averaging 14 points in the NBA, I don't think that's any reason to be talking about calling it quits. But in Derrick Rose's eyes, it is. And something what, is wrong what else with we that got? guy. Wrap this. What else? Anyways, it's ridiculous. Taking it to college, taking it to college football. If you guys didn't know, Chip Kelly been on the round robin. He's been doing interviews with colleges such as UCLA in Florida. Went down to Florida, did the interview, and Chip Kelly was like, nah, nah. And it's been reported today that Chip Kelly. Gets the job at UCLA. He will re- he will be replacing Jim Mora as the head coach at UCLA. Gotta give a shout out to my homie Hamp. The homie Hamp said Chip Kelly gonna take the UCLA job because he know they don't play any defense over there in the Pac-12. And if Hamp didn't call that, he called it. Chip Kelly yeah. took the UCLA job spade. I want to know what you feel about Chip Kelly being back in college football. You sure? You, you really want to know what I think? Before, yeah, let me know what you feel, how you feel about Chip Kelly being back in college football. And if you were Chip Kelly, which job you would have took? Let me add another question. Okay, uh, let me start here. Chip, Chip Kelly's a, a really good offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Um, first burst on the scene in 2009 with the Oregon Ducks. This team yep. wasn't terrible when he got there, it should be said. Led him to 10-3. The next year, 12 and 1, then 12 and 2, then 12 and 1. Whole time he was at Oregon, 46 and 7. You can't say nothing bad about that. All right. Uh, 2013, he became a NFL coach at the Eagles, 10 and 6. First in the NFC East. 
The next year, 10 and 6. That was good enough yeah. for second in the NFC East. Then 6 and 9. Tell you something about when you're a coach. When you first join a team, I got this rule. I don't know if everybody thinks this way, but the first year or two that you with a team, I don't really count the bad against you, and I don't give you a ton of credit for the good because usually you ain't got your stamp on the team just yet. You ain't got mm-hmm. your fingerprint in there just yet. Them somebody else's guys, which is why I don't give Gruden all that credit for winning that Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's squad. That's just me. All right? But notice what happened after he had got there for a while, man. The team, golly. Went from first, NFC East, to second in the NFC East, to six and nine. Sub 500 with the Eagles, he got fired. That's pretty bad. Not only did he get fired because the team wasn't producing, it was a rift with the team. Talented players mm-hmm. was being shipped out, and nobody really understood yeah. why. A lot of people felt yeah. like they tried to make it a race issue and said Chip Kelly got an issue with black players, which I disagree with myself because he had a heap of them over there in Oregon. What I think lying. is Chip Kelly had that ego. And if you if if you wasn't kissing Chip Kelly's ass, you was out of there. That's what I feel like. I don't know. I went in the locker room. That's just what I think. I, and this is my show. I can say what I think. So not only did he make this team a little bit worse, he also, he, he ruffled some feathers there. Pun on this, because we, you know, <laughs> this is the Eagles. He ruffled some feathers. Some feathers mm-hmm. got ruffled. Mm-hmm. All right? For a lot of folks, man, woo, that could have been it for him. But no, he got another shot, San Francisco 49ers. 2-14 and 14 with those 49ers. Had a system over there that seemed like, had a team over there that seemed like they was perfect for his system. And he, he made some decisions that we don't really know how we feel about. He didn't play somebody that really would have been good in his offense. And he lands on his feet again. And check this out. This man was being interviewed for the Florida job as well as the UCLA job. Mm-hmm. Hemp said he would take the UCLA job because defense ain't played over there. Hemp might have been right. But shout out to the homie MK. MK said he would take the UCLA job because he don't want no smoke with the SEC. He mm. wants an easy re- he wants an mm. easy return. He don't want no smoke in that SEC. For whatever reason, a lot of folks felt like he was taking the UCLA job, and he did. And I'm all right with that. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not all right with, bro. And I know this ain't got nothing to do with this segment, but I'm just feeling it, so I'm going to let it go. Man, bro, I wish some other core, I mean, I wish some other coaches could land on their feet like this, man. 2-14, and 14, get another gig. Man, when somebody going to give my boy Mike Singletary another gig? His mm. last year, he was 5-10 and 10 with that same San Francisco team. Got fired and never got another head coach in office since. Ain't got a head coach in office since. It just bothers me, man. Chip Kelly, it ain't just Chip. It's, we've seen a few of these coaches. I don't care what they do. Look at Fisher. Fisher going to get another job off of two. You watch yep. and see Jeff Fisher with coach another team. I don't understand how some of these guys keep landing on their feet. I'm not upset that Chip Kelly got another job because Chip Kelly... While he was at Oregon, he did the thing. I think he's more suited for the college game than the pro game. And if he's in the pro game, I think he should be an OC and not a head coach. That's just my opinion. I, I think he's going to do pretty good with this team. I think they're a talented team. I don't think he gets Rosen back. I think Rosen is gone. But uh, I, I think he's going to do pretty good with him. He's kind of back in that area, so his recruiting footprint is still somewhere in mm-hmm. that area. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to hit the ground running. I'm just pissed that well, some Rosen, folks don't get these other chances, bro. Rosen actually got hurt last night, so his his college career might be over. He might be declaring for the for the draft. So we'll wait and see on that. As far as Chip Kelly, I'm gonna agree. I agree with you what you said about coaches getting another opportunity because you you and I know the Raiders' defense is bad, but the Raiders just fired Ken Norton Jr. as a defensive coordinator. Like the Raiders 
like it's Ken Norton Jr. fault. The Raiders been bad defensively for years before Ken Norton Jr. even got there. But it's Ken Norton Jr. fault. They got to scapegoat somebody. And yep. a guy like Ken Norton Jr. that's been around been around football all his life, they want to blame him. But anyway, we'll see if he land back on his feet. But I agree with you 100%. Uh, Spade, Chip Kelly, he fits the college game. This is He want control. He's he not going to get that control coaching these grown-ass men in the NFL. He wants control. He can get that back in college. I think UCLA was the easier role, so I agree with what both the homies said, MK and Hamp. They don't play defense over there. Chip Kelly going to put up a heap of points, as you say, a heap. He's going to put up mm-hmm. a whole lot of points over there in the Pac-12. I don't think he wanted that smoke with the SEC either. You know, you got you got the evil genius down there, Nick Saban. If one thing you know, Nick Saban, regardless of whether what go on today with between Auburn and Alabama, Nick Saban teams will always be in the hunt for as long as Nick Saban be down there. They will be in the hunt. Yep. And I don't think Chip Kelly want to deal with that because one thing Nick Saban teams going to do is play some damn defense. So I don't think he want those those problems. So I, I think he went smoke. to UCLA, took the kind of took the easier road, but. It, like you said, it it's on the West Coast, right where he was at. I mean, you know, uh, Oregon, Oregon is in the West Coast, got his, got his uh, recruiting footprint over there. And yep. this is right up Chip Kelly's alley. This is where he belongs. He belongs in college football. I hope yep. he don't leave again because it's not going to work out with whatever. Oh, I think he learned his lesson. Uh, I hope so. It's not going to work out with whatever NFL team he try to go to next time. Even as an offensive coordinator, they, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Chip Kelly wants too much control. I don't even think he would want to be an offensive coordinator because he wants oh, too he wants, much control. Yeah. yeah. And, and he can definitely have that in college. They're going to give him free reign to run his program however he want to run it, and I think he has that at UCLA. Now, if if I was Chip if I was Chip Kelly, I was Chip Kelly, I think I would have took that Florida job just because of that pipeline in Florida. One thing, Florida... Florida, man, it's so much talent in Florida that they say schools like Florida International and Florida Atlantic get the scraps, and those guys even be good. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure Chip Kelly could probably probably recruit some guys from Florida, but it's just not the same with being in that state. It's a lot of it's a lot of teams in that state with a lot of talent, a lot of high school, big high school programs in that state of Florida. I would have went to Florida, but I understand why Chip Kelly Shit. took his ass to UCLA. Nah, going to Florida ain't the way, bro. There's a lot of talent in Florida. It's also some big-name recruiters down there, man. It's a Mark Rick down there. It's a oh, Lane Lord. Kiffin you, down you there. You're definitely going to start with, so Joe Jimbo ain't down there? It's a, I was getting there. He was next. Uh, but, I mean, you started with Rick. That's because he got a winning record. You know what Jimbo record is? Spade, spade, spade. I'm just saying, that's that was that was spade, the way I was not, thinking. Not to, not I was going to get down to the teams with, with three wins. I was going to get down there. I wasn't. I went <laughs> down there yet. I was. I was starting up on the on the standings. I was going to get down there to the sub five hundred team. By the way. We got five uh, wins. My bad. Three, five. They look alike from up here at ten. When you look down there, <laughs> three and a five look alike. Okay. Okay, Spade. Um, okay. we can move forward. You want to move forward? Whether you still talking chip? Nah, nah. We can move forward. Let's move forward, man. Let's talk college football. LaParis put this on the program, and, and I start, and I ain't even make no fuss about it because I want to talk about it. Okay. My Miami Hurricanes undefeated wait, after winning 50. Wait, wait. What do you, what do you mean? Wait. wait. Say what do you it mean, right. Wait. Say it right. Okay, my Miami Hurricanes, after winning 15 consecutive games, oh my God. lost a game at the hands of the Pitt 
Panthers, the Tigers, the Cubs, the Cats. I don't even know what the hell. Don't disrespect them. Don't disrespect them. What is Pitt? What is Pitt? What are they? The Panthers. Panthers, Tigers, kittens, whatever. They got lucky. They caught us. They caught us slipping. Bro, can I do the same? You you put it up here for me to do. So let me do my job. Can I do my job? I gotta talk. To, I gotta talk to programming because I should have let off with this segment, and you should have got Chip Kelly. But go ahead. Nah, nah. You wanted to talk NFL. The Kings took a loss. It, it was a, a a tough loss. And I said to somebody before this game started, I said, "Pick me. Scare me. You ain't said to me. I yeah, because it. you don't answer your phone when I call you no more. Listen, let me tell y'all this. Let me go on a side <laughs> tangent. I text this man. No, I called this man. He didn't answer. He texted me back and said he was off helping his mom do some stuff for Thanksgiving. And most people be like, I'll call you later. But in his text, he said, I'm helping my mom do some stuff for Thanksgiving. I'm not going to call you when I get in. He texted me. Don't, bro, don't lie, bro. Bro. All right, hold up. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it right <laughs> here on F. Hold up, y'all. I'm going to show y'all what I go through. I'm going to show y'all what I lie, go bro. through. Hold up. I did not say that. I'm a great friend. No, no, I got it right here. I got it right here. I ain't going to hit you when I get in. I put L-M-A-O. I know you ain't. And he said, I meant I ain't home. I hit you up when I get in. That's what I meant. He didn't hit me up. He didn't hit me up. So I feel like he meant I ain't going to hit you when I get in. (laughs) But anyway, like I was saying. I told somebody, I said, I'm a little bit concerned about Pitt, not because I think Pitt is a good team, but when you just down there wallowing in the mud, when you just down there, you know, just scumming it up, you live for nothing but to get the muddy hands on somebody who walking by and they clean. Pitt do this, they've done this numerous times, they've numerous. done it before, and they just down there in the mud, just in misery, and here come the Canes, looking all shiny and clean with our chain on, and they just want to touch us and get mud on us. But this is the thing. Am I disappointed that we didn't have the undefeated season? Of course I am. At the same time, I don't feel like it changes much. And let me explain what I mean by that. Even if the Canes went out and they beat Pitt. Spade, Spade. You let me finish, act, bro. You post the introduce uh-uh. the segment and then pass it uh-uh. to me. Not go. <laughs> uh-uh. Nah, this ain't Puff Puff Pass right here. I'm, I'm puffing up. Wait a minute. Times. You supposed to introduce the this. segment and then give it to me. Uh-uh. I'm going to give it to you when I'm ready. I'm not ready right now. Listen, listen, y'all. Even if we beat Pitt and we go into the ACC championship game undefeated, the, our entire chance of being in the playoffs hinged on the game against Clemson. If we beat Pitt and we lose to Clemson, we out of there. If we lose to Pitt but we beat Clemson, we in there. It still depends on the Clemson game, and I feel like that's what bit the Kings in the ass. I don't think they was even thinking about Pitt. It's very dangerous. To, to look ahead, I feel like the guys was already looking ahead to the ACC championship game. And I'm not glad we lost, but I'm glad we lost. Let that let that anger, let it burn in you. Let it fuel you to come out in that ACC championship game, take care of business, pass that turnover chain around. I want to see the chains just going all around from neck to neck. I want everybody to have the, the chain on their neck. The chain neck. was going Every- around a lot yesterday and y'all still lost. Bro, had I passed it to you yet? Because I didn't hear me. I didn't hear me pass it. Oh, my gosh. I want to see the chain. I'm glad we lost. And I hope we mad. I hope we angry. And I hope we a little bit embarrassed. And I hope you take all that and you and you let it burn inside you like a fire. And you let it. And, and come out in that ACC championship game and, and, 
and take care of business. Go ahead, LaParis, because I know you just ready to spew hate from down ah. at the bottom of the ACC ah. standings. Spew ah. hate. Hey, Spade. Homie, my dog. <laughs> bro, brother. give me a little, say a little piece so we can go ahead and move forward, bro. My brother from another mother. Let me ask you, y'all going to win against Clemson? Absolutely. Huh? You thought I wasn't going to say yeah? Spade. Yeah, we win. Can I, can I, Spade? A long, long time ago, Spade. Oh, Lord. I hate stories long, to start long off time with ago, a long, you long said, time You said Florida State got a game on Friday. That means they trash. We had a game on primetime on a Friday. Bro, did Spade. I say that? Bro, you did said I? that. You said if you got a, if you playing was the it game Thanksgiving on a Friday, week? Was that it Thanksgiving means you trash. Well, Miami yesterday, I want to know how I knew they was going to lose. I knew they was going to lose because they had a Friday game. At noon. They had a Friday game. Yeah, so I didn't know Pitt was gonna lose. Yeah, but we knew. Look, they knew that they they everybody expected Miami to be trash. That's why they put y'all on at noon, bro. Look, so whatever. First of all, that would have been a Thursday game. Spade, but the NFL for like got an hour. got Thanksgiving you for like sold an hour. up. Can I get my time, please? Bro, Thank the you. NFL got Thanksgiving sold up. That's they moved it. It was supposed to be a Thursday game. They moved it to Friday because the NFL got Thanksgiving games. You know this. Come on now, don't act brand new, Spade. I'm a t- let me let me speak. I'm, let me I'm talk about this Pitt. Out. Let ahead. me talk about Pitt. Pitt have been Pitt been so great. Pitt played so great yesterday defensively. And let me tell you, I'm let me give you, let me say this. They you did. have always been telling me all season. I'm I'm not really too sold on Rosen. Rosen, Rosen, even you was even Rose talking it. about Homer. You was like, man, he's no Walton. Homer's no Walton. You've been saying that. Yep. But so far it hasn't it hasn't come to bite to bite uh Miami in the butt. And yesterday it bit him in the butt. Rosen could not get right. Rosier. If I'm not mistaken. His Homer name is Rosier, like damn it. Carries. Say it again. His name is Rosier, damn it. Rosen played for UCLA. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rosier, excuse me. Ro- excuse me, Rosier. But Spade, you uh Homer only had like eight carries. And Which I'm gonna say stupid. Pit, Pitt defense was locked in. Miami defense played well, but when you want to feel that long, because Miami could not stop the run. Those dudes was running that rock. The, the quarterback, they was running the read option, and the quarterback had like 60, 70 yards rushing. But I'm going to tell you the key play. The key play was that fourth down call. So kudos to the coach for being gutsy and not just playing safe, kicking the field goal. You have a losing bracket, you might as well go for the gusto. It was like fourth and two. They faked it to the running back. The quarterback rolled out to the to the sideline and ran it in for the touchdown, and that was the decided play. Now, of course, Miami. Um, now, of course, uh, Miami had benched the quarterback. The quarterback came in and threw mm-hmm. threw a laser to Barrios. Spade. Now, being honest, what I say about Barrios, you like him, and you say yeah, he's Barrios, be a, uh, a New England a, a Patriot. He's going to be a New England Patriot. He fits what New England does, and he's going to slide right in, and he's going to be an NFL player. I like Barrios. But Spade, people been, people been talking about Miami, how they've been looking. How they, they thought it was going to be last week, like thinking ahead. Friday at noon, you was, the football guys do not like the slander. You were slandering Florida State about having the game what? on a Friday night. And Friday came for the Canes yesterday, and they went out there and got that damn work. Let's go, uh, Pittsburgh Panthers. First of all, let, let me say this about the game. Let me talk about the actual game. I hate to say this because I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm beating on the kid or, or kicking him when he's down, but LaPaz can, 
can verify. I have never been a fan of Rosier. And I, I don't I feel so fact. bad for saying that. I been I feel bad for saying that. But before the season when it was a big I'm about to say even before know, the season. Yeah, when they were saying who's gonna be the quarterback, I said it's it's not gonna be Rosier. It was Rosier. When Rozier plays well, I like him. I, but to me, he's inconsistent, and he is at times terribly inaccurate. And that's mm-hmm. what bit him in the ass yesterday. It wasn't necessary. And I hate to sound like I'm bitter, uh, upset. It wasn't you that he played okay. great defense. But bro, if you watch the You've game, been talking about my nose and Rutgers and Cowboys, receivers oh, yeah. was open, and Rozier was overthrowing people. One of them he threw in the dirt. He was terrible yesterday. He was yeah. terrible yesterday. Now he is. This he's a first year starter, so what you hope happens is when somebody's terrible, the rest of the team can lift them up. And this is where I look at Mark Rick and the OC. Why the hell did we run about? Why did our running back have seven carries? That makes no sense. For the bulk of the game, even though we was playing from behind, it was a one score game. Absolutely no reason to abandon the run. Yet we abandoned the run. We we played two different quarterbacks, Typical and I still Rick. think Rosier threw the ball thirty eight times. Babe, so you like, seen this? You from Georgia? You seen this? Bro, stop, stop. You're doing too much this right now. Typical, this is typical him. This is typical Rick. You're doing too much right now. Mark Rick, <laughs> in the heat of the moment, I think he, he, I don't know, he was thinking home run play. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is yesterday was was not a good representation of, of the way this team Feel was like played. Your head coach, Feel like your head coach? Yeah, I still like him, man. I, and I still, I'm, I'm going to be all right with Rosier. Like, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Rosier wouldn't have been my pick at quarterback. I'm having a brain fart, and I hate to admit it. I can't think of the kid's name right now. But we got a we got a, a athletic quarterback that put me in the mind of. Um, Charlie Ward. No, the skinny quarterback that I like so much. Ja'Cory Harris. Ja'Cory Harris. What is wrong with my memory, bro? I'm old. He put me in the mind of Ja'Cory Harris, man. Tall, lanky guy. He can throw that thing. He can run. I really felt like he gave us the best chance at starting. But you got to look at Rick. Like, how many, like, dual-threat quarterbacks have Rick had? I mean, you could say Shockley, a Shockey. I don't know if it's Shockley or Shockey, DJ. Other than that, man, I I just felt like, for whatever reason, Rick saw something in Rosier that he liked. And Rosier's been the man for us this year, and he's produced. But he, at times, has just... I don't know, man. And he was bad yesterday. It ain't no nice way to put it. He was bad. We lost the game. Good. Let that burn in you, kids. Let that burn. And we'll be all right. <clears throat> I still believe it. I still believe when we beat Clemson, we okay. in the top four. I believe it. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I want to say kudos, were you happy we lost? Kudos to the Pittsburgh Panthers for Were you happy? Kudos to the, no, you want to? I wasn't happy, absolutely not. Why you sound happy. happy. Nah, I wasn't happy. <laughs> I, I, mean, bro, I was more so Twitter. happy. I was more so happy that you guys lost on Friday at noon. It was more so the Friday statement wow. that rubbed me the wrong way when you were talking about the nose on your live stream. That's more it so what rubbed me the wrong Thanksgiving way. Thanksgiving week, it just was no reason for y'all to have a game on Friday. We had a game on Friday because the NFL takes Thursdays. For nah. the turkey games, you Baby, know it this. Still, it was still an NFL game on 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 Thursday. I mean, a um, college football game on Thursday. It was college Who? football games on Thursdays. Who? It was games on Thursdays. Who? It was like it was like Western Kentucky or somebody. Oh no! Nah. Yeah, it was games on Thursdays, nah. bro. Nah, Spade. that ain't happen. 
Okay. Spade. That ain't happen. Spade, I just want, I was checking on you on, just making sure you was all right. It was a tough no, loss you for your Canes. No, you wasn't. It was a tough loss what for What you was trying to do was I, poke fun, and I, you, I couldn't you, understand that. You you gave me a, you gave me a, a nice segue to the Pick'em game because you won the Pick'em game last week again. We played, uh, you picked Minnesota, I picked the Rams. Minnesota came out there and dominated. Case Keenum looked amazing. He was like dotting up those would. Rams. You called it, and right now you are segment. you are up nine to five. But I got another one for you. I got a good one, and it's none other than the New Orleans Saints. They are traveling to the Rams, and it's the Saints versus the Rams. Spade the pick'em game. Who you got and why? Saints versus Rams. Now this was one of the both of these teams was in that yep. top four when we sat there yep. and talked about who we believe and who we trust. Yep. And I told you it was only two teams that I trusted because of their defense. Yep. And I don't trust the Saints defense, so for that reason, give me the Rams. That's crazy, because I'm taking the Saints. Let's go. I'm going to take the Saints. The Saints it. have been on fire. And you want to know? You, you said you trust, the, you, you trust the Rams defense. You know where the Rams defense struggle at? The, uh, the run the defense. The run defense. Oh, really? Yes, they struggle oh, with wow. the run defense. And you so want to know who's been running, who been having Ain't. two, three running backs with 100 yards? That's none other than the Saints. Ingram, since they moved on for Peterson, Ingram and Kamara has been amazing. I know you know about Kamara because you got him on your fantasy team. He's been That's playing great. So, for, for those reasons, this, the Rams struggle with the run defense. Give me the Saints. Drew Brees ain't going to have to do too much because they're going to pound the ball. Kamara going to be out the backfield. Ingram going to be out the backfield. So, give me the Rams. I think we might have a shootout here. I'm going to say 38-30. 38, Let me tell you something. Drew Brees like throwing that football, man. I don't care how good the run game going. Drew like to throw that thing about 40 times a game. That's going to bite him in the ass, Tito. Give me Rams 27-17. That's what I like. 27-17? That's what I like. Rant, the, the Saints only scoring That's 17 what I points. Like. Bro, don't question my Spade. prophecy. I'm, That's hey, what you I like. wanna know what? You you up nine to five. You've been on fire. You've been what on you fire, wanna, so like what what's the mercy rule? Like how far are you gonna get down before we <laughs> Spade, go? Ain't no, ain't no damn mercy rule. It wasn't no mercy rule for your canes yesterday. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? Let's move on. I mean, they, they I mean Pittsburgh went over there. No, 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 Pittsburgh uh-huh. went over there and snatched the chain like T.I. did Nunu and <laughs> First ACL. of all, it was in pit and they only won by 10. Calm down. There was no smacking going on in that game. Pitt went, last Pitt segment went over there of the show today, the ladies, ladies and gentlemen, last segment of the show today. We call this segment the Strong on Performer of the Week. It is like the Heisman of Podcasts. It, it is a very prestigious award given to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. We get this award out twice a week. Prepares you on the hot seat. Who is your strong arm performer of the week and why? I had to change it up a little bit because we know Spade giving his to James Harden. Oh, you don't Harden. know me. You don't know me. You know, we know he's giving his to James Harden. So I had to change it up a little bit and I'm going college football. And that's not, I'm giving my strong arm performer of the week to none other than Kenny Pickett. Quarterback wow, so, for the Pittsburgh so Panthers. Petty, he went 18 to 29 for 193 yards and a touchdown. And he also had 13 carries for 60 yards and two touchdowns and a big upset win over number two, the Miami Hurricanes, 24 
to 14. So Kenny Pickett, for that reason, you are my strong arm performer of the week. He had a big game. They only scored, they scored 24 points. He had three damn touchdowns, Spade. Come on. Hey, when is next game? Because I want to tune in and check this kid out. When is next game? Uh, September. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. They season over. They ain't got another game. Anyway, <laughs> let me give you mine, man. Look, oh, Thanksgiving you, is James one Harden. of my favorite. James Thanksgiving is one of my James favorite Harden. favorite holidays, man. And I had family over, and man, I piled my plate up high. I got in my favorite recliner. I kicked my feet up. I leaned myself back, and I sat there and I watched some really good football. And man, let me oh, tell you Lord. what I saw inspired me to give oh, this Lord. award to an NFL quarterback. For this one right here, let's take it down to Big D. And I ain't talking about no Dakota Prescott. <laughs> but I'm petty. But I'm petty. NFL veteran quarterback, Phillip Rivers. Let me tell you what he did, y'all. 434 yards through the air, three TDs, no picks. The oh man basically went out there and had his way with the Dallas Cowboys secondary. He threw to the left. He threw to the right. He threw straight down the middle of the field. One time I saw him do the Jordan at the free throw line. He closed his eyes and threw it and opened his eyes. And even that was a completion. Everything worked against the Dallas Cowboys. And for that performance, Phillip, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Very Spade, deserving. Did you start him in fantasy? Yeah, 40 points. Did you start him in fantasy? Bro. Bro. How <laughs> you know I got him on fantasy? Why Why you so, why same on my fantasy team? We in why the same league. Why y'all on my fantasy team? I don't know who you started. Why you all on my roster? I'm asking you, did you play him in fantasy? You picked him up. Yeah. Yeah, I played him. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Why are you all over here, bro? On the bench. Don't worry about what I did in my fantasy team. I don't want to win the money this year. <laughs> man. Listen, man. It's been a great show. Spade, before I close the show, you got anything else to add? Uh, Go Kings, ACC I want to say go Nose, go Ruckers, go Scarlet Knights, go, go Cowboys, go, go Bulls. Go where? Home? What is that? <laughs> going to go? We, we going where y'all going. Not the oh, championship. Nah, we going to the ACC championship, baby. That's where we going. Spade, y'all going to win it? Yes. How many times? I mean, Florida State won it. Twice. Are twice. you still living in the past? We won it twice. Spade. Man, y'all okay, got three conference know, Spade, wins me, right now, bro. You know what, Spade? I got, I wanna, before I close out the show, bro, I want to say something. I always ask you, dude, is it something you got to say before I close the show? But it's something I got to say before. Before I close, the show. why am I worried about this? I'm really not. So, so the so the Miami Hurricanes' first oh, season God. was 1926, bro. 1926. You you want to know they bowl record, bro? Wrap the show. Nobody ain't they, asked they this. bowl record is 19 and 19. They have bro. five claimed national titles, conference titles. They have nine. I know all this. You know what? That was nine Big East titles. It's a rivalries. Florida State. Bro, Florida I know Gators. all this, bro. Bro, every, this is well wait, documented. Wait, Spade, Spade, wait. They have two Heisman Trophy winners and consensus All-Americans. They have 35. Let me talk about the nose. The nose came into existence first season, 1947. Almost That's 20, after us. We've been 20, doing this longer. 21 years after you guys. Spade. Wanna know our bowl record? 27 and 16 and 2. Claim Bro, don't national titles. Now you guys, record, cuh. you guys do have more national titles. You have You're five. You're damn right. We have three. 
but national finalists. We have two. You guys have zero. None. What is that? What's a national finalist? What is that? What you mean? Spade, you want to know how many conference titles we have? 18. I, I mean, you have that name and awards people don't care about. How many How many people have we put 18. in the NFL? We have 18 Why conference titles. Division titles. We have that? six. We have six. Rivalry. Bro, you're making the show. The producers are in my ear. Spade, y'all got two Heisman Trophy winners. The Cowboys. The Nose have three Heisman winners. Spade, I said that you guys have 35 consensus All-Americans. And and Florida State have 45 consensus All-Americans. We came 20 years after, and we still got everything better than you guys. Go Nose. Go Nose. This shit right here was an admiration for you guys. Go Nose. Bill, won't you? So let's wrap it up. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports. Thank you. Let's go, Nose. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports. As usual, if you're new here, bang the subscribe button. It takes two seconds. If you're a regular here, hit the like button. We got a bell up there. Hit that bell. It sends an alert to your phone every time we post a new episode. Every time an episode goes live, it sends you an email, an alert to their phone. You need to be tuned in. As usual, if you don't want to see two dudes are in the box, we got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes, we everywhere. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. Spade, I, I'm, I'm your brother, bro. I don't want... I don't Bill wants you. you. I don't Bill want you to... wants you. <laughs> I don't want you to be upset about your, about your games, bro. Bro, why would I be upset? We ACC champs. We about to be ACC champs. I don't have nothing to be upset about. About to yeah, shock the world. For your sake, y'all better not lose, boy. We're going to make Kelly coming, Bryant look like Kobe I'm Bryant. You know what Kobe Clemson is up. right now? I'm Retired. coming back clemson up. Why would you do that? Bro, want to thank y'all for your continued support. We'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace.